March 1st is just around the corner, which means the US and China are supposed to reach a trade deal before the US imposes another round of tariff increases on Chinese goods coming into the United States. Back in December of 2018, both countries agreed to halt new tariffs for 90 days in order to allow time for negotiations. With uncertainty if both sides will reach a deal in time, on this episode, we're sitting down with one of our Kelly experts, Professor Daryl Brown, who's going to help us navigate our organizations through these choppy economic waters. Let's get to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the ROI Podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, alongside Associate Dean Phil Powell. Here on the show, we work hard to help organizations make better business decisions. So thank you so much for joining us today. If this is your first time listening, we just want to welcome you to the Kelly family. This weekly podcast focuses on interviews with thought leaders from the great state of Indiana and around the U.S. Each episode offers three to five takeaways that can be applied to our leadership immediately. So help us help you. If you're a leader trying to work through a major obstacle in your career or within your organization, let us know. You're not alone either because at some point we all have or we all will face those same challenges. So shoot us an email to ROIPod, that's R-O-I-P-O-D at I-U-P-U-I dot E-D-U. Well, anytime we hear the word war, we know there are at least two parties engaging in some sort of conflict, be it physical, economic, or emotional. It does not matter what context war takes place. Here's the principle that always stands true. War is costly for both sides. Whether your company is impacted by these tariffs or you're just trying to stay prepared for the future, we're going to offer some points on how to successfully navigate your organization through this trade war. But first, it's important to understand the role of tariffs inside a global economy. Tariffs play a vital, important part in international business. Uh, Most of countries that we do business with Tariffs usually are in the three to four percent range um, for goods going out or coming in. But then sometimes you have those big gigantic tariffs like the Trump administration has imposed on China and some other countries in the steel industry, in the aluminum industry, which ranges from 10, 15, 20 percent. And depending on if those tariffs are on the goods that are coming into your country, then of course that's not a good thing because that means that the companies receiving those goods are paying more money, which ultimately gets passed on to the consumer. You know, Matt, we know two things about tariffs. Their impact is complex and their consideration is controversial. There are benefits to tariffs. You can use them to punish trading partners if those trading partners are not protecting your intellectual property or if they're engaging in unethical labor or environmental practices. If your trading partners are imposing tariffs on you, it's a way to signal to them that they need to lower their tariffs. It can be a counterpunch. And also, it can be a way to protect domestic industry, whether that's protecting the loss of jobs or protecting certain industries for reasons of national security. There are rational reasons to argue in favor of tariffs. At the same time, there's drawbacks. Um, 
These drawbacks are reduced trade. If you impose tariffs, pretty much your trading partners are going to impose tariffs, which will hurt your businesses, it will hurt your exports, and it will hurt their exports. It also uh, aggravates any tensions politically that are occurring in the international arena. And it can make cooperation with your trading partner difficult on another issue in international relations. And also, tariffs lead to inflation. They're a tax. They're a tax on goods and services you buy from abroad. And that leads to increased prices, which leads to inflation. And so the benefits can be there, but the costs are also there too. So it's, a, it's a really a debate about the trade-offs that tariffs uh, create. And we could spend a lot more time getting into the theory of these tariffs or try to pick sides to the argument. However, whatever our thoughts or beliefs about tariffs, the reality is they're in place at the moment. And as leaders, we still must make crucial leadership choices for our organizations. So how do we work through these obstacles? How do we take these challenges and make better business decisions? Like with any major obstacle, it starts with taking a more cautious outlook about the future for our companies. I don't think this trade war will go on forever. Um, but for right now, it's, you, you've got to deal with it. So that means you have, just like we as consumers, you're out of work because of the government shark shut down, what do you got to do? You got to tighten your belt. Continue to work on being efficient in your operations. Continue to look at your internal operations for cutting costs. Continue to stay competitive uh, so that you can offer your customers a competitive price for your goods and services. Um, so I think if you get to the end of the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel again, as you said, then we'll have an opportunity to kind of Go back to the way things were clicking along just fine before we got in this tariff war. Some of our listeners may have heard a recent episode, episode 77, where Professor Kyle Anderson and I offered economic forecasts for 2019. Part of our forecast was the impact of a trade war. And history shows that a trade war in the short run leads to a contraction in economic activity. It leads to a slowdown. It leads to a slowdown because um, exports for both trading partners goes down and it takes a long time to replace those exports you would buy from the other country with your own domestic industry. That just takes time. And in between, you have a shortage of, of goods and services. It means the price goes up. So while we're in a trade war, while discussion of a trade war continues, while negotiations continue with no fallback in terms of tariffs, companies should expect slower economic activity. They should expect a slower U.S. economy, which means they should be more cautious in how they look at the next 6, 12, or 18 months. Again, I want to echo Daryl. This trade war will not go on forever if this trade war does happen. It's a speed bump we all must hurdle. So in the meantime, along with embracing a cautious way of conducting business, we also need to embrace innovation and creativity in this season. And right now, businesses have to decide, do I want to continue to pass on these costs to the consumer or are there other countries I can get those products, goods, and services from? So that's one way that you may be able to avoid tariffs if you can't get the product 
or serpents from China, then maybe you can get it from India or the European Union, one of those countries. Um, anywhere else to help bring your costs back down or stabilize your costs so you don't have to pass it on to the consumers. If you're a manager, if you're an executive, the world always throws you a curveball. These trade wars are a big curveball. And anytime something unexpected happens that has a negative impact on business, it's an opportunity to be creative, it's an opportunity to be innovative and entrepreneurial. And so with a trade war, it, it impacts supply chains. A lot of our American companies source product or they source input from foreign companies. And if all of a sudden your product or your supply chain gets caught up in that trade war, your prices are going to go up. You need to look for alternatives. Are there other countries in the world where perhaps you could source your inputs? Maybe there's a country that's just an economic takeoff that is newly industrializing where you might consider a brand new company, a brand new provider for that resource or, or, or service. Also, can you make it internally? Are there American producers that you didn't know about that with a little bit, little, little bit of relationship building, they could substitute from where you would otherwise be exporting your component? Business has to continue. Production has to continue. You have to adjust your supply chain to continue to meet domestic demand for your product. Don't let the trade war paralyze your business. Because if you do, that's a bad habit of just letting any unexpected events make you stop doing business. And that's just that's just not a winning strategy for any, any manager or any executive. One of the things companies I think did not react to their external environment is Sears. And you can see how Sears, this 125-year-old great company, has just gone down, 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 down. And you know, by the end of the year, may be out of business, bankrupt altogether. Um, and they could have avoided that situation had they reacted to the Walmarts, to the Targets, to the external environment, to e-commerce, to things like that. But Sears didn't. And they're in the situation they are in today because of it. And Phil, I love what you said about companies having to make decisions regardless of the situation or the environment we find ourselves. For example, let's take a look at Sears. Sears was a major retailer. In fact, in 1969, they were the largest retail store and retailer in the entire world. Four years later, they even built Sear, the Sears Tower in Chicago, one of the iconic symbols of the city. And leading up to the Walmart and Amazon era in the late 90s and early 2000s, their returns were fantastic. However, one thing that I think this quote sums it up, this is by Barbara Kahn, a professor of marketing at Wharton School. She told CNN during a 2004 interview, quote, Walmart came along with its great service and low prices. Other retailers started to innovate more with products and services. Sears and Kmart simply trudged along and thought it was good enough, end quote. Here we find thinking it's good enough, thinking it's going to pass, sitting by, being idle, sometimes can be the beginning of the end for our organization. You, Matt, you're right. The lesson translates. You can't just sit idly by. Companies cannot sit idly by and just assume that the global economy is going to return to where it was before the election. Even if there's a change in administration, there's been a fundamental shift in the political 
perspective on trade. And there's more tolerance for tariffs. And there are huge reasons for that. And it's changes in the social and political landscape. A lot of business faces disruption from technology that's going to change what's successful in their market. Same thing here. A lot of industries face political risk. And you can't just assume that those political arrangements that work to your favor or that make business easier are always going to be in place. You have to adapt. If you do not adapt, a competitor will, which means they'll steal your market share and you'll become obsolete and you'll shrink and go bankrupt or be acquired. That's exactly what what's happening with once Leviathans, Sears and Kmart. And once we embrace the creativity and innovation, it's time to make a plan for multiple scenarios. So as leaders, you in your strategic planning, you know this happens. So you're going to have plan A, plan B, plan C, right? If we don't have tariffs, high tariffs or tariff war, then we can continue to go along this path. If we have moderate amount of tariffs, then we take this path. If we have heavy duty tariffs, then okay, we take this path and we look at how we can cut back, tighten our belt, maybe not expand as fast as we were, and have that plan updated each and every year. Especially if you're shipping products and receiving products overseas, especially with China and maybe some other countries. seen it once before you can say to yourself could it happen again let me be better prepared if it does happen you should have strategic plans uh, just as if we have a recession in this country or you had an unknown competitor knocking at your door Um, you've got to be able to react to the external environment that's as important as a leader to remember that you're always reacting to the external environment and how it affects you and your business. And if you do that, I think you'll be fine. You know, Matt, Daryl's emphasizing a timeless lesson. Plan your work and work your plan, but plan for different types of work and different types of scenarios. Anticipate what can be. You know, if you make a plan when there is no storm, you will survive the storm. Those that plan for recessions and, it, and accept the fact that they can occur will survive. They have a fallback position. This is why it's important to think very long term, to always have some cash reserves, to always have a plan B. And that's just a part of being doing business. It's about being nimble. And if you're nimble, you can adapt, you can pivot, and you can respond to whatever comes your way. It might not feel good. It might not be the best of times. But if you're a business you'll survive to prosper another day. And like I said before, this trade war will not last forever if it does occur. The U.S. and China are the two leading economic powerhouses of the world economy and should reach an agreement because both countries are feeling the economic strain caused by these tariffs. And when that happens, the impact should be fairly immediate. It wouldn't take very long. It would uh, wouldn't even take a couple of months. Um, If we went back to where we were, you could see it come down a pipeline pretty fast, pretty significantly. Usually when they impose tariffs, it maybe takes two or three months down the road to see all those increases. Same thing when they get rid of them. You know, although 
doesn't have to take as long. You can see the effect a lot more immediately. You know, Matt, Daryl's completely right. The stakes are too high for both China and the United States for this trade war to last forever. There's too much to lose. What we're seeing right now is political instead of economic. It's, it's arm flexing. And the Trump administration has some legitimate complaints about fair access of U.S. firms to our markets. The questions become how much will or how much endurance of short-term pain can either China or the U.S. withstand? It's kind of a game of political chicken. And it incurs costs. And managers and executives simply need to accept the reality of this, manage to it in the short medium run, with the expectation and a plan that this too will pass. That's the good news here. But managers and executives should also see that this is a test of your ability to breathe and flex in your business model so that you can survive unexpected shocks. So let's recap. Tariffs are supposed to increase on imported goods from China if the United States and the Chinese governments do not make a deal by March 1st of this year. Already we have felt the pains from this trade war as both consumers and business leaders. But remember, China is also feeling the pain because like any war, both sides pay a high price. Understanding how tariffs impact the global economy, both for the good and for the bad, gives us the baseline insight we need to lead ourselves and our organization through these tougher times. Regardless of our beliefs or feelings on these trade sanctions, the reality is they exist. So we can either sit back and do nothing, or we can make preparations to come out on top. During these uncertain economic times, as leaders, we gotta lean toward a more cautious approach to our business decisions. This allows us to catch our breath and see exactly what's in front of us. We also need to increase our creativity and innovation because our normal way of doing business is currently too expensive. Whether it's finding new supply chains, looking internally for temporary cutbacks, or maybe bringing some projects in-house to help keep our consumers happy, the goal is to make a way for our organization. Just remember, these trade wars will not go on forever, so we're engaging in temporary measures. It's the companies that don't adapt who find themselves in the back of the pack, just like the Sears example. Finally, once we embrace new ways of conducting business, write it down. Take this time while it's fresh to create robust strategies in the event this happens again. Just like we have plan A, B, and C when new companies enter the market or our consumer base changes, have a plan for if and when new tariffs are created and how your company will still function. Remember, at the end of the day, an organization is only as good as the leaders leading the charge. So it's up to us to make sure we can push through these obstacles. This has been another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella, alongside Associate Dean Phil Powell, where we work hard to help organizations make better business decisions. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.